Welcome to the Faith Snacks Podcast, bite-sized snacks to grow your faith. I am your host, Chris Adams. Thank you for joining me, and let's get in today's program. Today we are starting a series called How to Read the Bible the Right Way, or as they called it when I went to Bible school, Bible Interpretation. That's just a big word about how do we study the Bible. And we're going to talk about different principles about how to study the Bible so you can accurately know what God wants to tell us. Now, I can only think of a few reasons, two, maybe some more, of why people misinterpret or read the Bible wrong. And that's either they're deceived by Satan or because they're lazy. And I say lazy because there's so many things out there today in modern technology to help us understand what God says. With advances in modern technology, we have the world of information at our fingertips. I mean, yet we are more ignorant than those a thousand years ago. There's no good reason that I can think of to neglect the study of the Word of God. Not just the reading of it, but the studying of it. For one to have the right kind of relationship with God, they need to know the Word of God and then do what the Word of God says. But before you can act on it and be a success in God, you have to read the Word and study it accurately. That, that's the key word right there, accurately. That's where Bible interpretation comes in. So why do we need to know how to interpret the Bible? Well, what we believe about the Bible determines what we believe about the Bible. <laughs> Sounds stupid, I know. But listen, if we believe that God is not a good God, it will determine what we believe about his desire to help us, to heal us, and save us. I mean, okay, here's another thing. It keeps us from believing the wrong things, which will determine our actions. If we know how to interpret the truth, it will keep us from doing the wrong things, thinking the right Okay, it will allow us to share our faith accurately. Again, accurately is the key word here. It causes us to recognize error when we hear it. There's no doubt that there is error, false doctrine, and wrong teaching out there. Knowing how to interpret the Bible teaches us how to recognize it and not be deceived. Colossians 2, 6-7 says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. 1 Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in later times, in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Okay, Knowing the word brings balance to what we believe. Any doctrine can be taken to the extreme. When that happens, it becomes error or false doctrine. Now, here's another scripture. Look at this. Acts 17, 10 through 12. Then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Therefore, many of them believed, and also not a few of the Greeks, prominent women as well as men. Okay? They studied the scriptures to see if what was being preached was the truth. Now, what happens when we do not interpret the Bible correctly? You know, we create denominational doctrine that is not based on the Word of God, but instead based on our opinion, our desires, or anything else. 
except the Word of God. Take a look at Paul's thorn in the flesh. 2 Corinthians 12.7 says, Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Messenger, the word messenger there in the Greek is anglios. It appears 188 times in the New Testament and always refers to a personality, sometimes angelic or demonic. In the Old Testament, thorn is used three times and refers to the Canaanites. This phrase is still in use in the Middle East for people who are annoying. Okay, There is no scripture instance of a thorn or messenger referring to sickness or disease. Yet many denominations teach that this thorn is the, in the flesh was sickness and disease. Okay, what about this? All things work together for good. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Now study this in context. The whole chapter is talking about walking in the Spirit and living above problems and praying in the Spirit. He causes things to work for good as long as you are walking and praying in the Spirit. Yet many Christians believe that just because they are Christian, everything that happens will work out in their favor, whether good or bad. It's comforting thought for a believer and for some of us to believe, but it's scripturally wrong. Okay, you might not remember this one, <clears throat> but there was a thing called the shepherdship or discipleship movement. Okay, it's possible that many haven't heard of this. Okay, again, it comes around uh, every couple of decades. Most false doctrine circles around after a few decades to try and catch up with people that haven't heard it before or seen it as error. <clears throat> Just go back and do a search for these types of things in history. And see, that's how Satan works. People that teach this claim that people need someone over them who can hear from God for them. The teaching goes that the leaders should make the decisions for the people. John 10, 1-2 is where people get this idea. And that says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Here's the problem. This scripture, the whole chapter, doesn't even refer to anything close to what these people say. Yet, people, because of their ignorance and lack of ability to correctly interpret the Bible, have fallen for this false doctrine. Okay, just a few more so we can understand this. Um, have you ever heard of deliverance meetings? Now, these used to be popular, but thankfully they've died down in previous years. People who teach this and hold these meetings expected demons to be spat out into bags. Seriously. If you look at scripture, though, Jesus didn't always have physical evidence of demons being cast out. Many doctrines are based on human experiences, not scripture. The devil can produce temporary good experiences for his own purposes. Okay, what about this one? I only got two more, so hold on. Don't ever take medicine. Have strong faith only. <laughs> people that teach us say that you only need to have faith and don't need medicine. Many good people have died from not taking medicine, thinking that they were standing in faith. This is quite popular during the pandemic, if you remember. Standing in faith on the word to get your healing does not depend 
on taking or not taking medicine. And the last one, greasy grace. <laughs> this teaching proclaims that as long as you have confessed Jesus as your Savior, you can, quote unquote, enjoy life. Do whatever you want, sin or not, and the grace of God will get you into heaven. This is a truth taken to the extreme. Yeah, grace, the grace of God, covers a multitude of sin, but it leaves out holiness and judgment. You can sin and break your relationship with God. That's scriptural, not opinion. There are so many false doctrines in error, it is impossible to name them all. What is more important than knowing all these false doctrines is to know the truth so that you can spot error when it is declared. Those who are in the industry of spotting counterfeit money do not spend that much time studying the fakes. They spend so much time studying the real thing that they can easily spot the counterfeit when they come into contact with it. We should do the same thing. Thank you for joining me. If you'd like to stay in touch or get connected, you can find me online at www.christadams.com and there you can find all the different social media networks I am on. Thank you for joining me again and I will see you back here next time.